Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Welcome to the very first episode of English in 10 Minutes. My name is Nick, and I'm here with my wife, Wendy. And as a way of introducing ourselves today, we thought we would talk to you about our background and our accents. So, Wendy, where are you from? I am originally from Mobile, Alabama, in the deep south of the United States. Okay, and so the deep south is obviously a geographical term, but it's also a cultural designation as well, right? Yeah, very much so. And I, I'd say it's almost more cultural than geographical because uh, Florida, for example, uh, goes down even further south than Alabama, but South Florida is not really part of the deep south. Um, Florida has a very different culture than uh, the states that are considered to be part of the Deep South. So that would be Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, those states in the, in the southeastern corner of the U.S. And so you have states that are considered the South, and then these few states that you mentioned that even within that, they are the Deep South. Mm. So typically, what does that mean if you're from the Deep South? What does it mean for your, your culture and your identity and things like that? Well, I'm not sure I'm the best person to ask this because I don't really identify that much as a Southerner anymore. It's been a long time since I lived there. Uh, it is my home. I was born there and grew up there. I lived there until I was 18 years old. Uh, but then I left and went to college in in Florida, in the next state over, uh, and now I've been away from the U.S. for about 17 years. So I... Uh, yeah, in some ways I kind of feel like a foreigner when I go back there. It doesn't, it still feels like home, but I've changed a lot since I lived there. But in general, uh, what does it mean to be part of the Deep South? Well, um, you know, the cultural divide between the North and the South goes back to the Civil War, the, Ameri the U.S. Civil War uh, that took place in the 1860s. So, you know, there... There are a lot of stereotypes about the South, and there's always some truth in stereotypes, and there are good ones and bad ones, you know, positive and negative stereotypes. So the negative stereotypes is that it's racist uh, because there's a lot of racial tension there. This is where slavery was most prominent uh, in the U.S., and that's largely what the Civil War was fought about. Um, but on the other hand... The Southerners are known for being very hospitable, very friendly, very you know welcoming and and kind-hearted, uh, which may seem like a contrast, and of course it is. Uh, so it is it is an area of contrast, but it's it's a beautiful place, um, very warm weather, sunny weather. Um, and yeah, people are generally very friendly, but also kind of, insular, looking inward, and maybe not that interested in the rest of the outside world. Okay, and people from the South tend to have uh, quite a particular accent. Yep. And this is even, it's perhaps not 
quite an accent. It's often called a drawl or mm -hmm. a twang mm -hmm. or a word like that to describe it. It's just a little difference from a typical standard American accent. Mm -hmm. But you don't have that anymore. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I lost it along the way, I guess. And I don't know exactly how that happened. I think it was just a natural... Um, gradual process uh, because, like I said, I have lived away from the, the United States uh, for 17 years and away from the South for more than 20 years now. So I've had lots of different influences since then. Uh, and, you know, I have friends from all over the world and have just started speaking a more kind of generic form of English. I think my accent is still American. People still, it's very clear to, to most English speakers when I speak that I'm American, but they never guess that I'm a Southerner. Um, and you said that, because one of the things that Southerners often say when they're talking about you in the plural form mm, is they say y'all. Yes. And you said that you had to stop saying <laughs> that consciously. Yes, that is the one difference that I did make consciously. Everything else, I think, just happened naturally and gradually once I left. But I do remember when I moved to Florida to go to college there, I, I noticed that people around me didn't say y'all. And uh, I, before, it was something that I never even thought about. I, I would say it without realizing it. But I, had to, I decided that I wanted to stop saying it because I wanted to fit in with uh, the new people around me and my new environment. So that, that's one conscious change that I did make. Although y'all is actually quite helpful. Yes. Uh, because we have you plural and you singular, and there's, there's no way to differentiate them. Uh, and so having this you all, which is y'all, uh, is, is quite helpful, but it does mark you as a southerner for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so that's you done. Yeah, so tell us about you then. <laughs> Nick, so what's your background? I was born and I grew up in Australia. Uh, and so this is obviously an English-speaking country. And we also have a, a certain Australian accent, um, which I have also lost, mm -hmm. uh, apparently. So I speak now with what I call a neutral accent or an international accent. And essentially nobody can really guess where I'm from. Um, British people think it's American. American people think it's British. Australian people don't really know and usually think it's American as well. Um, and then sometimes if I tell them that I'm Australian, they'll be, firstly, they'll be very surprised. And then secondly, they'll, they'll say, oh, you can hear it just every now and then in some words you can hear it. Um, but I think that's a nice, um, I don't know, I think it's a, a nice thing to have is that people aren't really sure where I'm from. So perhaps that means I get to avoid some of these stereotypes like the ones that you mentioned. Mm. Uh, when people first meet me, they don't have necessarily preconceived ideas mm. uh, about who I am based on where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I actually often don't like to tell people that I'm from Alabama just because I know that they'll have those preconceived ideas and I don't identify with those. I don't think that I fit into those ideas. Um, so I do like having this kind of neutral American accent where people don't really know where I'm from. And I think that's fair enough in, in both of our cases, because we've lived in a lot of different places and we've traveled to a lot of different places. So we've picked up, uh, little cultural things along the way and uh, linguistic things along the way as well. And so sometimes I don't even 
necessarily realize that a certain phrase might be Australian or it might not be or where I picked that up. Um, we have a lot of American friends and we have a lot of British friends as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's fair to say that we, we have a kind of international outlook mm -hmm. on, on life uh, and that's also reflected in the way that we speak English. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but the Australian accent in general, what do you think of it? <laughs> um, I know what you think of it. <laughs> no, uh, it's. I think it fits the 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 persona of of the Australian people, you know, which is very laid back, very friendly, very casual. Um, you know, which is kind of the, the stereotype of Australians that they, they like to go to the beach, they like to have barbecues and relax and that they're very friendly and they are. And I think that is reflected in, in the way that they speak. You know, it's definitely not a formal kind of structured, um, you know, when you compare it to British English, for example, I think it's obvious that it's much less formal. People use a lot of nicknames. They shorten words all the time and have kind of fun ways of saying things. Yeah, and it's it's an accent that can be difficult for people to understand. Yeah. Uh, we have friends who are non-native speakers who have trouble with certain uh, Australian, other Australian friends of ours, that they don't understand them as well as they understand other people. Um, and even we were just talking to someone just the other day who was saying that they knew a lot of people who, who really struggled with the Australian accent. Mm -hmm. But hopefully that won't be the case uh, for all of our listeners. No, I don't think so. Okay, so that's it for today. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Thank you.